Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Checking in about food allergies and introducing allergenic foods. And have you done peanut with your baby yet? Well, intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters like peanut butter are choking hazards for babies, but we want to get that peanut protein into your baby early and often in order to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. My absolute favorite way to introduce peanuts for babies is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. So When you hear puffs, like you're probably like, oh, those starchy little puff things. Like, no, no, no. Not the little ones that earlier eaters can't pick up. Those kind of crappy puffs from the store that have added sugar and refined grains and lots of salt. Uh uh. The Puffworks baby peanut puffs have no added sugar. They have just a smidge of sodium for preservatives, and they are the perfect size for baby led weaning. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger. So, you can, baby can pick them up, self-feed them, but they're so soft that they dissolve in your baby's mouth so you can introduce these peanut puffs even before your baby has teeth. Puffworks also makes a baby almond puff for the safe introduction of a separate allergenic food category. That's tree nuts. And now, finally, Puffworks put out a combo case. So it's half baby peanut and half baby almond. So if you want to grab one case, then you can knock out two new allergenic foods. We do these on different days, though. These are just the no-stress, low-mess way to get peanut and tree nut out of the way. So you can get 15% off everything at puffworks.com when you use the affiliate discount code BLWPOD. That's a new code. It's BLWPOD. Use that sucker at checkout at puffworks.com and get peanut and tree nut safely out of the way. So if you're fearful or anxious about starting solid foods, once you do follow these steps and get your baby to eat these 10 foods safely during the first 10 days of baby led weaning, you're going to be amazed at how confident you become in your baby's ability to self-feed, that you're well on your way to baby-led weaning success. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby-led weaning. Here on the Baby-Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. Hey guys, welcome back. This is the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Ferraro. I'm a registered dietitian and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. And today I'm sharing with you 10 easy starter foods for baby led weaning. Because you might be aware that one of the benefits of doing baby led weaning as, let's say, compared to traditional spoon feeding is that your baby can eat a whole variety of different foods. But we have to make sure that your baby does it safely. So sometimes you'll see people just give you a list of 10 foods for baby led weaning. And the reality is, is that any food, if it's not prepared safely, could potentially be a choking hazard for your baby. So we want to start with easy, soft starter foods for baby led weaning that are also safe to feed your baby. And you could do these the first 10 days of baby led weaning. Now, I like to start out every episode with a baby led weaning tip of the day. So today's tip is 
your baby may need to see a food 10 to 15 times before he or she likes or accepts it. So if you're feeding your baby, let's say boiled broccoli, and they're not into it because they're just learning how to eat or they're tired or they're cranky or they're full, and you think, hmm, I guess my baby doesn't like broccoli, check mark, move on, let's try a different vegetable. Now, you should certainly try different vegetables, fruits, starchy foods, proteins, etc. But you can't give up on broccoli yet because, again, your baby may need to see that food 10 or 15 times before he or she likes or accepts it. And some parents roll their eyes and like, that's a lot of work. But hang tight because at the end of the episode today, I'm going to be sharing with you my foolproof way to recycle some of these familiar foods back into your baby's diet and meals so that you're automatically in this habit of reintroducing your baby to these foods early and often. So the idea of like 10 to 15 times, you'll be like, oh, my baby's had broccoli 20 different times. And maybe it's the 21st time where it all clicks and your baby ends up liking it. So 10 to 15 times before they like or accept it. Don't give up after the first time. Now, I want to share a quick story with you before we jump into the 10 easy starter foods for baby led weaning. And this is a mom friend of mine. I say, I say you guys are all my friends. I've never met many of you in person, but Marielle is a mom who is in one of my programs. And I loved that when we were talking about doing baby led weaning, her baby did a hundred different foods before she turned one. She's kind of one of those baby led weaning success stories. But Marielle admitted to us, she said, you know, I am a picky eater and I did not want to raise a picky eater. One of the reasons why many parents get interested in baby led weaning is because perhaps either a, they don't have a healthy relationship with food. And it's fine to admit that many of us as adults have spent a lot of years developing an unhealthy relationship with food. If you think about your baby as a blank slate, you, as my friend, Dr. Julia Nordgren says, you get to write your family's food story. So I really admire Marielle that she did take the initiative to write her family's food story. She did not want to raise a picky eater. And so she said, I needed ideas of what foods I could offer my daughter that would take me out of the limited number of foods that I myself eat. So no one's forcing you to try new foods, but one of the unintended and beneficial side effects or consequences of baby led weaning is that it can improve or expand the palate of the other people in your family. And this is especially helpful if you have toddlers who are exhibiting some of the traditional and typical signs of picky eating if the baby, the younger baby in the house, is learning how to eat with baby led weaning, they're exposed to a wide variety of foods that can increase the toddler's interest in. You can kind of play to the competitive nature of toddlers. Oh, look, the baby's trying broccoli today. Do you want to be brave and show the baby how you eat broccoli? Can you tell the baby what color it is? What does it taste like? What is the texture? And so on and so forth. So Marielle, I think, is a great example to all of us because she recognized the potential for baby led weaning to expand her own palate. So I'm going to share with you 10 foods that your baby can eat as simple starter foods for baby led weaning. You don't need to write all these down. I've got them all in a nice free downloadable PDF that you can grab on the show notes page for this episode. So I'll go through each of the foods and explain a little bit about it, but be sure to go grab that free download, 10 easy starter foods for baby led weaning. You can print it out, make notes on it, check it off 10 to 15 times when your baby tries these foods. And you can find the show notes for this episode at blwpodcast.com slash 16. 
This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. All right, so let's dive in. We're going to talk about 10 easy starter foods for baby led weaning. And some parents think, okay, well, those are the 10 foods I'll feed my baby over the first few months of baby led weaning. Uh-uh. These are the first two 10 foods you can feed your baby over the first two weeks of baby led weaning. So in my 100 first foods approach to starting solid foods, I recommend introducing your baby to five new foods per week. I generally do it Monday to Friday. Like it's your job. One new food per day for your baby. On Monday, I do, there's five categories of food, I should say. There's a bucket of food or category. There's fruits. I do that on Monday. There's vegetables. I do that on Tuesday. There's starchy foods. I do it on Wednesday. There's protein foods. I do it on Thursday. And then on Friday, I do the challenge foods, which include the allergenic foods plus some of the trickier textures. So the 10 foods that I'm going to explain to you today, I'm going to go through that feeding framework. The first one and the sixth one will be fruits. The second and the seventh one will be vegetables and so on and so forth. So you're going to walk away today knowing two fruits you can feed your baby in the first two weeks, two vegetables, two starches, two protein foods. And I'm even going to show you two allergenic foods that you can also do early on in baby led weaning. So again, you can knock these out in the first two weeks of doing solid foods. And I promise you, if you are feeling fear or anxiety or trepidation about starting solid foods, if your baby is six months of age, plus exhibiting the other signs of readiness to feed, after 10 days of doing baby led weaning, you will have such an increased level of confidence in your baby's ability to self-feed. Sometimes we just kind of need the roadmap. So I'm hopeful that this list of 10 starter foods will be the roadmap for you. And try to do one new one a day if you can't. Now, some of you are automatically thinking, wait a minute, I thought I needed to wait three to five days between introducing new foods. If you haven't already listened to episode number 12, it's called why you don't need to wait three to five days between trying new foods. And I explain the difference between low risk foods that are not likely to cause allergenic response and then high risk foods like the allergenic ones that are. We do wait between the allergenic foods. I actually wait a full week, Friday to Friday, between introducing one allergenic food and a new one. Another episode of interest to you, if you're just getting started, might be episode number two, which is five things your baby should be able to do before starting solid foods. It is important that you don't start any of these foods until your baby is exhibiting all of those signs of readiness to feed, because it's not safe to feed a baby any of the 10 foods from the starter list if you're not ready, or your baby's not ready, rather. You might not be ready, like emotionally, but if your baby's physically ready and six months of age, this list is going to help you kind of bump you into the next phase, which is, all right, I'm ready to do this baby led weaning thing. So 
I encourage this variety of foods because we know that research shows us that babies who are exposed to the greatest variety of foods and flavors, tastes, and textures early and often, they're the babies who are the most likely to be independent eaters and also likely to prevent picky eating, which is what kind of sold the mom, Marielle, that I was telling you about on this whole approach and baby led weaning because she wanted to help prevent picky eating in her daughter, who I've seen eat like literally a hundred different foods at this point. It's so inspiring. So let's go ahead and get started. Again, the, the 10 easy starter foods downloadable PDF I'll be linking to in my show notes at blwpodcast.com slash 16 for this episode. So the first food I always like to start with for baby led weaning is avocado. Many of you know this. I think avocado is a wonderful starter food. If another episode for you to listen to, if if you want to know how you can do avocado on the first day is go to episode number five. It's how to do my purees for a few days approach to starting solid foods. Again, that's episode number five, which we'll talk a little bit more about avocado. But I think avocado is a great one to start with. Um, it is nutrient dense. It is a naturally when they're ripe, soft texture, you can easily puree it and offer your baby a preloaded spoon, allowing the baby to feed themselves. You can do ripe slices of avocado. Um, once you're assured that your baby can safely swallow the different levels of purees. And again, that episode number five about how to do purees for a few days will tell you the specifics of how to do avocado. Day two, I like to do banana. I know I said I usually do fruit before our vegetables. And parents sometimes say, wait a minute, we can feed our babies fruit. I thought if I feed my baby fruit that my baby will develop an affinity for sweetness. That is not true. There is no research to support the idea that babies who eat fruit then won't like vegetables. Now, if you only ever feed babies fruit, yes, they're naturally sweeter. We do want you to be offering vegetables and other different flavor profiles as well, but bananas are a great food to do on day two. And I know avocados are technically a fruit, but I always kind of think of them more as a vegetable from a nutritional standpoint. They're avocados, you might be surprised to know, are one of only two fruits that contain fat, avocados and coconut. And every other fruit out there doesn't have any fat. So we do want to offer fat in the foods that we serve our babies because the fat helps with the brain development. But I should add, the first few days of baby led weaning, your baby is not going to eat very much. So like, we don't need to be counting the grams of fat or the calories in the avocado or the banana. The point is not to worry about how much our babies eat, but rather to ensure that they're eating a variety of foods so that they're learning how to eat. We want to give them the opportunity to learn how to eat. So how to eat bananas. I love to peel the banana, cut it in half, and then slice, slice each half into four quarter strips, making eight total strips. I offer a few strips to the baby out of the baby's bowl or the mat. We don't feed the baby off of the high chair. So the bowls that I like to use for baby led weaning, I use the tiny bowl and the mini bowl from Easy Peasy. If you go to easypeasyfun.com, they're the original silicone suction mat and bowl company. If you use the code Katie1010, you can get 10% off of those. So uh, banana is a wonderful second food. I don't love the this kind of fad or trend that you see on social media of parents cutting the banana in half with the peel on and then removing the top half, so a quarter of the peel, and giving the baby the banana peel to hold the bottom part. Kind of makes like a banana lipstick is what I call it. They smear it all over their face. The baby ends up chewing and gnawing on the banana peel. And the point of the banana peel is that's the protective layer that you peel away I don't know where that banana peel has been. I do know where it's been, and it's not somewhere I want in my baby's mouth. 
and I'm also not going to spend any time cleaning my baby's bananas. So I remove the peel because that's the point of the peel is it should be removed. We don't want babies eating the peel um, and give the baby the banana slices. Yes, they're a little slippery, but if you cut them in longer spears, the baby can scoop or rake them up um, before they have their pincer grasp, which generally does not develop until about eight months of age. The third food on the 10 easy starter foods list is sweet potato. Sweet potatoes are fabulous for baby lead weaning. A nice starchy food. I always do the starch food category on the third day. So Wednesday of the first week of baby lead weaning, you could try sweet potato. I bake my, I clean the outside, which you actually don't really need to because you remove the skins, but I don't know, just in the habit of cleaning my potatoes, pierce them with a fork all over, bake them at 375 for one or two hours, how it, you know, depends on how big they are till they're soft all the way through. Cool that sweet potato until it's safe to handle and then remove the skin. That's the kicker. You don't wait till the sweet potato gets cold because then it's really hard to get the skin off. But if it's like lukewarm or like a little bit hot, but you can still handle it, the skin will peel off so nicely. Cut that sweet potato into strips about the size of an adult's pinky finger or a fat french fry, and then offer those sweet potato strips to your baby. The fourth easy starter food, and again, you don't have to go in this order. This is just the sequence that mirrors the five-step feeding framework that I've created for my 100 First Foods approach. I think it's a nice way to keep us on track of offering a variety of foods so we don't just get in the habit of doing, for example, soft fruits and vegetables. Yeah, those are easy to prepare and serve to baby, but they don't contain iron, they don't contain protein, many of them don't contain fat. Um, so we also want to be offering meat. That's why on day four of the 10 starter foods, I do chicken. Now, I don't like to do chicken on the bone until after the baby has their teeth. You can do any meat on the fourth day. Sometimes I do lamb or I'll do pork. The point is we want to, if your family does eat animal foods, include meat so that we A, get in the habit of serving our baby's meat. But as you're likely aware, meat is a very good source of iron. We want to choose moist, fattier cuts of chicken. So like the legs, the wings, or the thighs, stay away from the chicken breasts that are dry meats. Dry meats are a choking hazard. The fattier the meat is, the more moisture is, the more moisture there is, the more saliva the baby can um, produce in order to adequately chew, mix with the moisture and the fat from the meat and swallow it. Okay. So you can slow cook chicken in a low sodium broth or seasoned water, um, any way that you would prepare chicken to get it nice and soft and shreddable and then serve it in strips to the baby. That's number four. Number five is yogurt. Yogurt is a wonderful way to introduce cow's milk protein. If you're not familiar with how to do that, go back and listen to episode number 13. It's called Milk Protein, How to Introduce Your Baby to This Potentially Allergenic Food. But make sure you're choosing whole milk, full-fat yogurt. You can preload the spoon and offer it to your baby. So in that way, you are serving your baby a naturally pureed form of a food. You're not unnecessarily pureeing a food a baby could eat, but pure yogurt's naturally pureed, right? They're going to have to learn how to use a spoon. Do whole milk, full fat, do plain so there's no added sugar. All right, that's your allergenic food. That's milk protein might be for your exclusively breastfed baby the first time they've had milk protein. So we do want to wait a few days between offering the milk protein food, the yogurt, and then another new food just in order to observe for you know any allergic reaction. So Friday, do your yogurt take the weekend off, start recycling some of those foods back, come back the next week. The next fruit I like to do are apples. We don't serve hard raw apples to babies. That's a choking hazard, but you can make apples soft by peeling them, slicing them, coring them, cutting it into slices, and then cooking in a little bit of water until the apples are soft and you can season it with nutmeg or cinnamon for a new flavor. Babies love these cooked apple slices. They're a little bit slippery, so you can roll them in something that would give your baby a little bit of traction. 
I like to do it with iron. So either iron fortified rice cereal powder. You could roll the cooked apple strips in that. You could do formula powder. It's a little more expensive. I sometimes do wheat germ or oat bran, crushed up cereal, whatever you have lying around the house. Crush it really small for the early eater. We don't want them to choke on um, hard, crunchy pieces of cereal. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So that's the sixth food. You can do cauliflower as your next vegetable. I love to do roasted cauliflower. I think it tastes much better than boiled. You can cut the cauliflower off the head so that you make florets where you're basically making a little handle for your baby to hold the cauliflower. I roast it in a 400 degree oven for about 20 minutes or until golden brown. I add a lot of oil before I put it in the oven. Makes it nice and moist and more flavorful than if you just boiled it. Um, Number eight, another whole grain food I like to do. Any sort of cooked whole grains. Whole grains are awesome because they contain iron and carbohydrate, but those small pieces can be hard for your babies to pick up before they develop a pincer grasp. So I like to use cooked whole grains like quinoa or brown rice, millet or bulgur, and then I form them into patties or fritters that I then fry. So I'll be sharing with you guys a number of different recipes on this podcast, and you'll notice that I always use some sort of a cooked whole grain. You can take like a cup of the cooked whole grain, I usually do a cup or a half a cup of some other sort of cooked chopped vegetable, one egg, mix it together, fry it in oil until the egg is cooked through, cool it, and serve it to the baby. Number nine, do another meat on the second Thursday of your baby-led weaning journey. I like beef. It's a great iron-rich food for getting your baby some iron. You can slow cook it. You can serve shredded roasts. Or if you're like scared of meat, just make a hamburger patty, fry it, cut those hamburger patty into strips about the size of your pinky finger and serve it to your baby. They suck on it. They don't eat a whole lot early on, but now you've served your baby two meats and you're kind of getting in in the groove and your baby's going to be familiar with this new texture, these tastes, and also down the road when they start eating a little bit more, this is a great way for them to get more iron. The last food on the first 10 starter foods list is egg. Egg is the second allergenic food that you could introduce from this list. I generally do Peanut, egg, and milk as the first three allergenic foods. So in weeks one, two, and three, I'll pick one of those allergenic foods. And that's because peanut, egg, and milk are the most common pediatric food allergies. If you need ideas on how to feed your baby egg, go listen to episode number 15. It's called Egg, How to Introduce Your Baby to This Potentially Allergenic Food. So those are the 10 foods on the easy starter foods for baby led weaning list. Now, I promised you guys, If you want to grab the list, again, go to blwpodcast.com slash 16. But I wanted to share with you how you can get in the habit of introducing these foods to your baby early and often. Because parents are like, wait a minute, do I have to feed like my baby 15 different times a day to give them broccoli 15 times? No. What I generally do is one new food per day. I just shared with you 10 foods that you could do. At the end of the second week, your baby can be eating 10 different foods. We don't offer more than three foods at a time. Generally for babies, that's overwhelming. You don't have to do three foods at a meal. But what I normally do is take into account that a baby can generally sit at the table for about 15 to 20 minutes for a feed. You don't need to keep them there any longer than that. Sometimes they won't make it that long. So for the sake of even numbers, let's just say your baby sits at the table for 20 minutes for a feed. 
When your baby is six to seven months of age, try to feed your baby one to two times a day. When they're eight to nine months, try to feed them two to three times a day. And by the time your baby is 10 months of age, try to be feeding your baby three times a day. So let's say you're just starting out. Your baby's six and a half months, and that's when you started solid foods. On day one, sit your baby in the chair for as long as 10, 15, 20 minutes and just do avocado. You can do avocado pureed a number of different ways and soft slices of avocado. And day two, do banana. What I do for the first 10 minutes of the feed is I'll offer the baby the new food of the day. So let's say it's banana. I'll cut it in slices about the size of my pinky finger. I'll put it in the easy peasy tiny bowl or the mini bowl. I'll let the baby eat the banana uninterrupted for 10 minutes. Let him smell it, smush it, smash it. They're not going to do much with it. They're not going to eat very much of it. Don't talk to your baby. Just sit there. Take pictures, take videos, tag me in the videos. People love to see babies starting on baby led weaning because it's fascinating. Seeing really is believing. So sharing your videos is important because it helps other parents and inspires them. Gosh, my baby could do the same thing if they are six months of age, plus showing the other signs of readiness to feed. So for the first 10 minutes, do that new food, banana. And then in the second 10 minutes, what I do is I'll swap in a plate that has the familiar food from the previous day. So let's say we're on, let's skip ahead so there's at least three foods. You're on day three, sweet potato. First 10 minutes of the feed, give your baby the sweet potato in the tiny bowl or the mini bowl. Allow the baby to explore the sweet potato, experiment with it. And then what I do is I'll swap in, I bring in the mini mat from Easy Peasy. That's the one with three compartments. It kind of looks like a smiley face. There are two two-ounce portions and one four-ounce portion in that mat. And what I'll do is I'll offer the familiar food, or excuse me, the new food of the day. In the smiley face portion, I'll put the sweet potato. That's the starchier food. Babies need to get more of their calories from carbohydrate than fat or protein. So I always try to use the bigger part of the mat to put the starchy food in there. So put the potato, the sweet potato sticks that the baby's already been eating for 10 minutes. Just take some extras, put them in the smiley face portion of the mini mat. And then in the two little portions, I'll bring back two familiar foods. So yesterday the baby tried banana. The day before the baby tried avocado. For the second 10 minutes of the meal on day three, I'll put sweet potato, banana, and avocado. And in that way, the baby's having a second opportunity is what I'm calling it to try the sweet potato. And they're getting to try the banana again and the avocado again. And the reality is like, you can use the same foods. Like if you roast a bunch of sweet potatoes, the next day, when we're doing the protein food, let's say we're doing chicken, sure as heck, I'm going to bring the sweet potato back. Okay, you don't have to make fresh brand new food every day. Nobody has time to be making three different foods for a baby every day. So this is a good way to use up leftovers. And then also to continue to introduce your baby to those familiar foods that they saw from the previous days, as well as the new food of the day. If you guys want to learn more about my whole five-step feeding framework and this 100 First Foods approach to starting solids with baby led weaning, come check out my free online workshop. It's called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners, how to get your baby to try 100 foods before turning one without you having to spoon feed purees or buy pouches. Now, everyone on my free workshop gets a copy of my 100 First Foods list. So I do want you to download the 10 Easy Starter Foods for Baby Led Weaning download. That's at blwpodcast.com slash 16. That's the show notes page for today. But I'll also put the link to the workshop in there. And if you take the workshop, you do get the 100 First Foods list. So then you have 90 additional foods that you can feed your baby. And you're well on your way to establishing this pattern of offering your baby a variety of foods early and often. And don't forget, we do this because the research shows us that babies who are exposed to the greatest variety of foods and flavors and tastes and textures early and often, those are the babies 
who become independent eaters. Those are the babies who are less likely to be picky eaters. So the whole 100 first foods approach is something that can really help your baby achieve this variety so they don't get stuck on just 10 or 15 starter foods. And that's another tip for you. Don't get stuck on those starter foods. That's the first 10 days. You don't just recycle those same 10 foods over and over. Unfortunately, a lot of families do that and the baby's not getting the exposure to the variety of foods that they need. So don't fall into that gap. You guys have got this. There's your 10 easy starter foods for baby led weaning. Bye now. From the terrifying power of tornadoes to sizzling summer temperatures, AccuWeather Daily brings you the top trending weather-related story of the day, seven days a week. You can learn a lot in just a few minutes with stories about impending hurricanes, winter storms, or even what not to miss in the night sky. So listen and subscribe to AccuWeather Daily wherever you get your podcasts. That's AccuWeather Daily wherever you get your podcasts.